Hello and welcome to Bally Diaries podcast. My name's Amanda. Hi, I'm Robbie. And in today's episode, we are going in depth about the world of freelancing as a professional ballet dancer. So we've been doing freelancing for a couple years now, and we've got some tips and stuff to hopefully help some of you that are maybe considering freelancing this upcoming season or at some point in the future, but we're going to try to help you with our own personal experiences. There is so many ways that you can be a professional ballet dancer. As a freelancer, without being in a company, if we, we've mentioned this before, but we just wanted to give you a whole episode talking about this and giving you our feedback and advice and different projects that we've done and just a whole layout on how this can be a... Be a career, really. I feel like we've said this before, absolutely, but we'll really dive into it this episode, is just creating a career as a professional ballet dancer specifically that doesn't involve the traditional company life because, and while that's a great route to go, don't get me wrong, um, there's also a lot of great opportunities as a freelancer. And for me personally, it's really opened up a lot of doors for other areas of my life. And I just feel like I've had a more well-rounded life since freelancing, if that makes sense. I just... And still able to do what I love, but also explore other things as well. And what's awesome is about it is that you can just have your own existence without being tied down to a company. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much like stigma about like, oh, you have to be in a company in order to be this like certain persona or whatever. Like I always thought that that's the route that I'm going to take. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the end all be all. And I'm going to be in the company for like 10 years. But that's just not how my life played out. And part of it, I'm like, I, I wish I did that. But at the same time, life flows where work goes. You know, you have to just go with the flow. And freelancing has also opened so many doors for me. And I feel like I can live my life in peace. But at the same time, it's like there is also a lot of like struggles obviously with anything there's pros and cons to everything so we'll just go over those with you guys and yeah so let's get into it so the first thing we're going to talk about is what it takes to become a you know freelance individual like the motivation behind it because it's a different approach than when you're in a company because in a sense, you have a sense of security, at least for one full season. Not always, which is kind of messed up and a whole other topic, but it's a different approach you have to have and you do have to have a different type of motivation, I feel like, at least from what I've realized, because it's project-based, right? So it's usually you're working on a project for a shorter amount of time and then you have to try to find another project. So you're always constantly trying to find work which can be overwhelming but not always there's a lot of freelance work that is prolonged so I don't know what about you Amanda like what have you found that works to help keep you like motivated and not be as stressed about like what's coming next you know something for me as I get very um this is probably a con for a lot of freelancers is sometimes you never really know what's coming next and especially during the dry months like we are in a dry month where 
there is not much work as usually in the fall where we have like our fall shows that there's so much happening. We're going at a hundred miles an hour, doing sugar plum or doing nutcracker, blah, 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 all the things. But I think just staying focused and just knowing like, oh, things are coming. Um, and also spending time doing other things like spending time with my friends, going home to see my family, just doing things that like fuel my soul, like even just like going to get a matcha or just like, I don't know, just being yourself too. Um, but it really does take a motivated, focused individual to be a freelancer. Like you have to constantly be sending out emails and just connecting with people. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, not like you're not motivated in company life because just being a dancer in general, you have to have a lot of personal motivation and it's a lot of work and physically and mentally, but there's just a different sort of mindset in the freelancing world from what I've noticed at least. And I don't know, I, I like what Amanda said, like being yourself, which a lot of people think, you know, yes, I am a professional ballet dancer, but that's not me in everything. Like that's not the only thing about me. And I think freelancing has helped me settle into finding that balance, which we have had an episode on balance in the ballet world and your work life, right? I feel like one thing I struggle with just in general, honestly, and I'm sure a lot of other artists struggle with this is just like finding my identity. Like I feel like I'm very tied into the whole ballet brand since I was very young, since I was 15 years old, I started posting on social media and was a gainer girl and was like doing all the things on social media. I feel like that's like my whole identity. And that's one thing that I'm like, okay, who am I? Like, what am I? Who am I? But I feel like when I spend more time just doing like other things outside of dancing and that's what freelancing has opened up for me is having more time for my family and I do have other jobs like I teach fitness and you do have to have another job and that's like the unfortunate thing sometimes like both of us teach either ballet or yeah Robbie teaches ballet I teach like fitness and ballet as well but a lot of other freelancers have other streams of income as well but you can easily get yourself into it. You have more time to work on, you know, personal goals to get you, you know, in a flow of things. And it takes time. Anything takes time, right? Most things don't happen overnight. And especially with freelancing, like even for us, it takes time to kind of get into the network of things with people. But I agree. And I think freelancing actually, um, I love ballet, but I don't, it's funny because I grew up as, you know, like I was on social media too. And I was in that, I was gainer girl as well. Like I did YouTube and I was definitely a bunhead for a long period of time. And I still really love ballet, but I don't, I like the stuff I'm doing and freelancing better than what I would be doing in a company. Not everything. There's a lot of productions that I would like to do that usually is only happening in a company, but I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to put on like a tutu always. I like doing the edgier stuff. And I feel like you can find that within freelancing to kind of summarize it. It's fun. But here's some tips 
to help get you work if you're not familiar on what it takes Mm -hmm. to go through the process. So normally, just do a lot of research on what is in your area. Start with your city and then look up like maybe an open class ballet studio that all the dancers are taking at. Deep dive on Instagram, see what's going on. Um, Most of the freelancing is in Los Angeles and New York. But I feel like there's also small towns like I heard in Colorado that you can freelance and there's always things happening. I'm not sure about like the other states, but I know there's always freelancers in Los Angeles and in New York as well. Mm -hmm. But always research, know where you're going, go take class, um, connect with a teacher just always stand in the front like just put yourself out there in a way that can get you opportunities and always be professional with people be kind yeah a lot of my freelancing work has simply come from taking open class at a studio where it's like open class for adults and professional dancers uh which in New York, there's like, you know, steps on Broadway. I guess here it would be West Side, um, at least for ballet dancers. I know there's some other studios with open class that have more for like contemporary in that world. Uh, Cause that's a bit bigger here in LA. The ballet freelancing is definitely unique out here in terms of getting work. I feel like maybe New York could be a bit, bit easier, but yeah, networking class, even talking with other dancers in the class. That's really how I've gotten a lot of my work is I've met like Edward I met at um, Westside and that's how we got connected. And then, you know, we've done all these other opportunities together. So, yeah. yeah. Just connecting with other people and even like ballet teachers, like mm-hmm. know people um, and just be consistent in their class as well. And that is like a great way to be putting yourself out there. Another way is to just email some companies and like some small project-based companies. That's how I've gotten a lot of my work or submitted through like online castings. That's been like the main way I feel like I've gotten things and just always just be sending your resume, your headshot, your um, audition photos, your reel, especially make a good reel that will help you represent yourself in the best light. Reels are tricky for me. I had to submit one for like a, a short film casting and yeah, it's hard because you don't want it to be so long because I feel like they don't even watch the whole reel and this goes for normal auditions too. So it's always tricky to find what goes first and whatnot. But um, I have gotten one gig from a online casting site and so do your research it's going to depend depending on what type of dancer you are and like what type of work you want those haven't been the best luck for me I think because I'm just so specifically ballet but I did get a um, show from there I got contempo from an online casting but basically everything else has been like referrals from people I've worked with in the past is just really awesome that I have friends that will refer me to people and I, I do the same um, if anybody's looking for dancers like you know like for you like people like that that I've worked with but uh, I'm trying to think of what else yeah you just got to make those connections honestly I feel like same with nutcracker gigs I've never emailed 
I think I have sent my information to a couple of companies that like if you google freelancing gigs for ballet dancers nutcracker some will pop up but it's easier for male dancers to get nutcracker gigs like that I was lucky I had someone reach out to me like via Instagram for Mm -hmm. my um, nutcracker gig and now she's like one of like my best friends which I love Teresa love you so much Um, so she got me that gig and then one of my other partners got me another gig so that's like it's it's very helpful in that regard I think social media actually and we will have an episode just on social media period just that but yeah unfortunately you can get some jobs from social media and we'll dive into that in that episode I say unfortunately because social media is such a battle for me but it does sort of act like a a casting like platform in a sense it's like a resume online and it's unfortunate because we made a social media episode and then we were about to go upload it and I was like wait where is the thing like I want to upload it and it was deleted which rest in peace but literally disappeared I have no idea what happened to it so we have to redo it but I think it's fine we'll make it even better this time around yeah But social media does play its part in putting yourself out there. Um, uh, This just popped into my head. What about some people have agents out here? That's a thing you can consider. I have considered it myself. I just feel like it's kind of difficult. But if you, especially if you're a dancer that can do like more of the, what's it called? Like pop, like... uh, hip-hop commercial contemporary I feel like I'm very Trina honestly we're such Trinas but I feel like they don't I some people might I don't know but I just feel like it's out here in LA specifically it's more commercial but if you can get an agent then I feel like you definitely have a good opportunity to get some really cool gigs and if you are thinking the commercial route there are some great paying gigs that you can get as like a commercial type dancer. It could be like a backup dancer for people on tour. Yeah. Even this is open to like other types of dancers too. There's so many options that you can do going into what type of freelancing jobs that you can get as a freelancing ballet dancer. You can get music videos, short films, photo shoots. We, dance at a wedding which we talked about you can dance at events I actually danced at like a one-year-old's birthday party which is actually insane that people like it was the most beautiful party I've like probably ever been to it was ladybugs or strawberries on the floor it was a plastic floor by the way so you have to like get rubber rubber shoes um but you can also dance at like random parties Um, there's so many options and people love to have a ballet dancer in their projects because it's so trendy right now. So we get lucky in that sense. There's a lot of unique paths you can go with it. And I feel like even as I'm continuing to get deeper into this freelance world, more unique type opportunities have popped up that I'd never would have thought I would have done like especially growing up training hardcore ballet you know rehearsing like I'm in a company that type of thing I would have never have done any of these opportunities if I was still with the company and I think that's why I'm so happy with what I'm doing and people always ask this is kind of off topic but 
another thing is as a freelancer, I don't, don't know if this frustrates you a little bit too, but they'll like see my Instagram post and be like, Oh, so glad you're dancing. It's like, well, I haven't really stopped. Uh, I mean, I'm not consistent with posting, so maybe that, that's my fault, <laughs> but they're also like, Oh, I wish you, you were in a company. Like, this is so good. Like, I, like you should be in a company. It's, it's a personal choice. And I think we've talked about that before, but I just want to break the stigma that you don't have to be in a company to be considered a professional ballet dancer. One of the reasons that I left the company that I was at is it was just like not mentally good for my existence and I was having a really hard time and at the time that I left I had I just did a gig a freelancing gig before the season started and then all these opportunities came about and I was like you know what this does not seem like I want to be doing that anymore and not to say that I won't ever be in a company I think it's still I think for me I would consider going back to a company I feel like for Robbie she like just doesn't want to and that's like great and that's her personal choice um but there's so much stigma around like "Mm, well you're not actually a professional dancer like since you're you're not dancing like we're changing that ladies Yeah, it's, I haven't really had it like in a negative way. Like I think it's just that people, when they don't see you're with like a company full time, they don't take it as seriously in a way. And I think it's just kind of educating people. Like I am getting paid for all these gigs I'm doing. Like I'm doing it professionally, you know? Like, we don't work for free. Um, I think that is also something that I was so sick of being taken advantage of because growing up, like, mm, okay, you're not getting paid. Like, you're like, what? I'm working seven days a week or five days a week, whatever. And I'm not getting paid. Like, this is crazy. So, and the amount of work you're doing in a company is insane and I think most people do not get paid well enough for the amount of work they're doing in a company so at least with freelancing I've got a bit more time (laughs) you know to do other things and other projects but yeah yeah, that's something that I yeah I really don't want to join a company I don't want to be tied down to one place I don't want to live somewhere I don't want to live I'm happy here in LA I'm building my life out here I'm building West Coast Ballet my goal with that is to get that more full-time but again things take time but yeah I don't really want to be in a full-time company I'm happy with the freelance stuff I've got going on it's all it's very wonderful but at the same time you have to constantly be putting yourself out there in a way of like all always sending out your things and that's one of the things like if you don't have the work ethic to be a freelancer, you're not going to get jobs. You're not going to get those opportunities. Another few things that were like cool being like a ballet dancer is especially in the past year or two, like I've gotten a lot of paid like ballet modeling stuff because people want the ballet core look. And I think that's very fun too. And gives like range, I guess, but whatever. I have actually a story time about how I've um, got a upcoming, I guess, freelance gig. It's for a music video and, um, I am getting paid to do it. We haven't really discussed details fully, but I met this guy. He's super cool. I think he's around my age. 
um, one of my friends was playing a show in LA and Hollywood and there was like an afters party. Now I'm not, I don't usually go to these after parties. So I'm like, okay, I saw you. I saw your music. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Good night. Yeah. But, um, I was with Isabel and we decided to go just for a bit, um, because we hadn't seen like the friends we were with in a while. So we sort of wanted to catch up and we ended up meeting this a musician there and he's producing like this album I believe and he's doing it with other musicians and he had this like idea already before meeting us that he wanted ballet dancers in this music video crazy so um I guess it was worth being out that late but um that's an instance where you can just meet crazy connections and yeah insane ways like you know (laughs) and that's a great thing about LA too is everyone is out here to do something to make something of themselves and to collaborate with others like everyone's always open to like helping each other which is really cool and I really like that in that sense like everyone wants to do things so Everybody's in the same boat, at least in the world we've found, and especially just since the pandemic and everything, people, dancers are trying to find different ways and not be stuck in a, you know, one spot, which being in a company isn't, but for me, I was, I didn't even realize I wanted to go in freelancing, like it kind of, I was forced to, you know, I didn't get a contract with Colorado Ballet, the pandemic hit, so I moved back home. And then I took a break from dancing and I wanted to get back into it, but I didn't want to go audition for a company outside of California. And here there's limited company options and, you know, whatnot. But yeah, I'm glad it all happened. I'm very happy with where I'm at with freelancing and everything. I think there's some exciting stuff ahead. I think also I'm grateful for it as well because I feel like Robbie and I wouldn't have yeah. been as connected as we are now. And mm-hmm. and I think because we did the same project and then we were always like friends, but we never really like connected in the same way unless like we did those projects. So you can also make great friends through these freelancer project so don't be afraid to just always put yourself out there be confident in who you are because everyone is on their own journey always you are a different dancer than someone else and I feel like don't put yourself in a bubble just because like you're scared or you don't think that you're going to be good enough um, because everyone has something to offer and that's something I'm really like truly learning these past few years is that I am me and that's so cool and you are you and that's amazing so it's scary out there I get it (laughs) I get scared to put myself out there but if you don't then you potentially miss opportunities that could actually work out really well for you the worst somebody's gonna say is and this is something I remind myself which easier said than done the worst that's going to happen is they say no, <laughs> period. Really? You know, like that's, that's the worst thing that's probably going to happen if you're submitting your stuff. Yeah. And if you're like, you know, you have just good energy, like you're just, you know, taking class, whatever, or you're providing your, your audition material, the worst thing they can say is no. And then you could go back and try again next year and they could say yes. Yeah. I've seen And that. that's what happened with one company that I'm working for now is like, mm-hmm. 
last year I they were like oh sorry no and now this year I'm like oh yeah I love your work like I want you to come dance and I was like what okay thanks that's and that's how it goes and I think a lot of times this is something I'm working on even just in every aspect of my life not like forcing things just letting things kind of naturally flow to where they're supposed to be and obviously you've got to put effort into things to make things happen right but I don't know if something's not quite meant to be then maybe it will happen later on or maybe not at all but just don't be afraid um just be yourself and just be happy and vibe give it a a go if you want to get freelancing a go I say go for it it might actually work out really great if you end up not liking it you can always go back to company life they will always have auditions I get it if you feel like you're in a secure spot in your company you don't want to lose it but let's say you're not feeling like super happy like with your growth as a dancer in the company don't base it all on that don't stay somewhere just because you're quote-unquote comfortable in a way like really think about what steps you want to do to like be happy as a dancer doesn't hurt to audition right doesn't mean you have to leave the company that you're at or the job that you're at you could still put yourself out there so I feel like I guess that was my point behind it. If you're afraid of, you know, stepping on people's toes at your company by sending out audition material or poking around in the freelance world, I, I, I don't know. I haven't really seen any issues with that, at least when the companies I was in, people have definitely like gone and auditioned and um, just seen what's out there. So there's a big world out there. <laughs> and if you're feeling stuck don't be afraid. It's okay to leave. It's okay to like take a break from dancing and then being like, okay, took a month off. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to put myself back out there. And it's okay to take breaks. And we've talked about this before. Taking breaks is important for your mental health. Like if you're struggling mentally, physically, you're dealing with an injury, it's okay to take time and then jump right back into it. You can do anything. Anything is possible in this world. So I agree. And I feel like it's you'll come back to it in no time. If you feel like you have to take a step back from it, you'll probably come back quicker than you think. I've seen it happen a lot. So I don't know. I I hope this helps. I feel like we've covered a lot. Is there anything else you want to add? I think that's it. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this gave you some insight on our life as freelancers. I know it seems scary, but if you want something, go for it don't be afraid to put yourself out there. We love you guys. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Bally Diaries Podcast for more information and updates on our life and the podcast. And we'll see you guys next week.